Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at the raw truth about real estate investing. My guest in this episode is Angelo Ramora. Angelo, also known as the Real Estate Dingo, is a successful property investor, motivational speaker, and serial entrepreneur who quit school at the age of 14 and played professional soccer at 18. He is a soon-to-be-published author, along with becoming a TV personality on This Is Life Live, where he gave a home away to a family in need. To date, against all odds, Angelo has been involved in over 500 real estate deals, equating to $80 million worth of transactions, along with successfully founding and running five businesses in Ohio. The most successful and prominent being Ohio Cashflow, a company that specializes in providing turnkey properties in Toledo, Ohio. Angelo and his team always emphasize on quality over quantity with the main focus on building trust and relationships with investors and key individuals involved in the venture. Angelo's newest and soon-to-be-most prominent venture is a list and sell realty, a real estate brokerage firm based in Toledo, Ohio. List and sell realty's mission is to completely revolutionize the way all real estate transactions are done with a complete virtual experience for the broker, agent, buyer, and seller. Super cool stuff. If you've not checked out my new podcast, Cashflow Investing Secrets, you're missing out. I would highly recommend it. It's a shorter show, 10 minutes or less, where I share one concept and or idea at a time. What I've learned from interviewing over 500 Cashflow Ninjas, you can listen to the show on your favorite podcast, video, and live streaming platforms. We've also got an investment group and community for accredited investors. If you're interested to join the group, please visit CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. You can also join the Cashflow Ninja community on Facebook by going to Facebook and typing in Cashflow Ninja Community. Savvy investors know that in order for the miracle of compounding interest to work, it's magic, you have to be constantly invested in all stages of the economic cycle. So the question then becomes, how do you find solid investments when the stock market is close to all-time highs and everything else just seems so inflated? That's where our friends at ASIM Capital come in. Since 2011, ASIM has helped more than 300 accredited investors allocate more than $25 million to mobile home parks, self-storage, and workforce housing due to their ability to perform well during economic recessions. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to asymcapital.com. That's A-S-Y-M capital.com to get instant access to their investment offerings. MC Lobsher, the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Angela, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, mate. 
Yeah, excited to have you on. Uh, I know we've been trying to connect for a while now, so uh, excited to have you on the show. Uh, for the folks not familiar with you and what you do, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey? Because I, uh, I detect a slight uh, soft Ohio accent from you. That, yeah, mate, that's right. We, I think you and I, we've, we've got the sexy foreign accents, so we can, we can pretty much get away with murder in the US. But <laughs> that aside, mate, um, yeah, so kind of in a nutshell, um, where do I start? Uh, originally from Sydney, Australia, just in case the folks can't tell by the accent. Um, I uh, quit school at the age of 14, so I pretty much got no formal education. Um, you know, my, my grammar and reading skills aren't the greatest, <laughs> quitting school at such a young age. Um, but that was pretty much for the purpose of, you know, realizing my dream of being able to um, play professional soccer, um, which I was very fortunate enough to, to achieve. So I was a professional soccer player at the age, age of 18. Um, but I, I didn't believe that, um, you know, uh, I could achieve the level of success that I hoped I would have been able to, you know, growing up and dreaming of, of, of being this superstar soccer player. So I just kind of reluctantly decided to hang up the boots, as they say, and, and kind of go down a different path in life with, you know, without any formal education, you know, what do you do? Where do you go? You can't get a job. People, people think you're a bum. So <laughs> I was able to get a gig in, in construction. Um, so I worked as a laborer and it was hard yakker as, as we like to joke around in Australia. And look, I, I truly believe that, um, you know, there was something bigger and better out there for me. And, and you know, working long hours and dirty construction sites, you kind of start thinking to yourself, you know, this, this really sucks. So how can I um, invest my money, per se, and make it work for me instead of me constantly working for it? Um, so that kind of led me down the path of, you know, personal development, um, investing, business, entrepreneurship, stocks, real estate, I mean, you name it. And, and the passion that I had for, for soccer or football, um, I completely replaced with, you know, entrepreneurship and business and finance and stumbled across um, real estate investing. You know, I thought it was a match made in heaven. Here I am, uh, 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 you know, a dude working in, in, in construction. Um, so I should be able to figure out how to run a basic renovation on a, on a single family home and bought my first house, mate. Um, before you know it, I started building a pretty nice portfolio in Australia, um, got into a ton of debt. I was very young and dumb. Um, you know, I was buying properties, hoping that they were going to go up in value more than I was losing on my monthly mortgage repayments. Like bad, bad idea, right? right. So fortunately, I woke up and smelt the roses, man. I was like, you know, this isn't a sustainable way of investing. So um, I started looking elsewhere. And, um, you know, this was around 2012. The US real estate market was rock bottom. The Australian dollar was one for one with the US dollar. So it was pretty much a once in a lifetime opportunity to pack the bags, jump on the boat and <laughs> move, to the, move to the beautiful country in the world, mate. And, but, you know, there you go. Uh, there you go, mate. And look, fast forward to today, um, I stopped counting at 500 properties. It's probably closer to 1,000 now. So I've bought, renovated and sold, you know, close to 1,000 properties. I've got a successful real estate um, investment company called Ohio Cashflow. I've got a property management company, brokerage. Um, I, I dabble in philanthropy. We give houses away to people in need. I've, I've just finished the book. It's getting published. I mean, dude, I think I should run for president, but I'm not born in the US. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Like, in a nutshell, mate, that's me. I'm super, super humbled to be where I am today, mate. Life is great, MC. 
Now that's awesome. And, and thank you for sharing. Uh, on your journey, so you're obviously decided that real estate was there. What were some of the things that you uncovered that it wasn't necessarily true when you got into real estate? Because there's a lot of t- people saying many different things, right? And we consume a ton of media. What were some of the biggest, I would say, lies uh, that you come across in, the, in that space? Oh, great, great question, mate. Um, you, you kind of stumped me there. Um, do you play cricket, by the way? <laughs> I used to love. I used to love playing cricket, and I was a fast bowler. So there you go. Same, mate. I stopped watching when Shane Bourne stopped bowling. Anyway, I'm sure the American folks won't like our cricket talk. But um, look, uh, just thinking back now, I do remember getting really, really pissed off um, when a, a few of my tenants did not pay the rent, and 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 it really kind of hurt me at the time because I was like. How's that possible? How can people not pay their rent? I mean, food and shelter are the two most important things to humanity. I mean, you have to be the lowest of the lowest of the lowest to not pay for a roof over your head, right? And I remember getting really cut at the time because of that. And I was just in absolute disbelief. So I guess the message to all of the, all of the beginner real estate folks that haven't started their journey um, is, you know, to, to really be prepared for a wild ride because, it, you know, it, that's real estate for you. It really is a roller coaster of a ride. There are many highs, there are many lows. But if you think it's not going to happen to you, I'm telling you right now it will. I mean, I have seen it all, mate. I've, I've, I've been a part of it all. I got threatened to get shot. I had my CEO embezzled $250,000 from my operating account. I mean, dude, you name it, I've, I've witnessed it. So, yeah, life investing in real estate is definitely going to be a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice. So that would probably be the biggest misunderstanding that I had is I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it is. Yeah. You make a great point because in today's world, right, there's a ton of podcasts and media and videos and it's painted, a lot of the stuff is painted as very sexy and we hear all of the, the just the good stuff, Right. We just hear, oh, it's this, and you got to do this, and this is a no-brainer, and financial freedom, and it's that's all great. But there's, I mean, when you get into anything, <laughs> you're you're gonna get some some shiners and bruises, right? Uh, in any in any any game that you get in, and you just mentioned too, you know, real estate. You know, you're gonna have folks that don't pay their rent. This should not be a shocker for anyone listening out there. And by the way, you're gonna have some folks that destroy some of the properties that you're in, that's just, it's just part, that's what you sign up for. So I just want to, 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 to reiterate what you say too, is it's not just rainbows and unicorns. When you, when you, when you're looking to do something hard and something worthwhile and do something special in life in any, in any direction of, or any niche, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy at all. So the same with business, right? Uh, yeah, you know, people, there, there are going to be unpleasant experiences and undesirable characters that unfortunately you cross paths with, but you're going to, you're going to learn and, and learn lessons from it. For sure, mate. Look, don't, don't even get me started on the, on the fake, you know, reality flipping TV shows and all of the gurus selling all of those programs because that's just going to be an absolute rant of a podcast. So I won't even, I won't even go down that path, mate, but you know, you are right. Um, uh, there, there is a lot of BS out there. A lot of folks are making it seem easier than what it is. It is not easy. It is hard work. 
I've pumped from 6 a.m. till 8 p.m., six days a week for five years, ended up in hospital three times due to the stress, due to being overwhelmed, due to working so hard. But, you know, that's why I guess I succeeded. And, and you know, you, you kind of um, nailed it by saying nothing comes easy in life. No matter what it is that you're trying to do, it's not just going to fall in your lap. And, and another thing too, mate, that I want to mention, I've, I've kind of gone down the, the philosophy path a little bit. I'm doing a lot of study on stoicism. I'm reading the greats of Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, Seneca. And, and something that comes to mind is a, is a beautiful saying. I think it was by Marcus Aurelius. When you wake up in the morning, you have to tell yourself, I'm going to get screwed today. I'm going to get cheated. I'm going to get lied to. People are going to be arrogant. They're going to be rude because that is the truth. And you have to prepare yourself for that every single day. When you're in business, when you're an entrepreneur, it's even worse. It's even tougher than just working a nine to five and being an average citizen, right? So as long as you are able to say to yourself that, you know, this will happen, you're not going to, it's not going to be such a shock when it does happen because you will be prepared for it. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things in your experience, you've, you've shared that, that uh, the power of numbers, because we get so emotional about things. That's just human nature, right? About a lot of things. And especially new investors, when they get into real estate, it's very emotional driven, not ne- necessarily by the, the metrics and the numbers as it should be. Can you share a little bit of your experience when you had that aha moment and how this has impacted your, your real estate investing and your business? Um, yeah, mate, I guess I, I can't really recall an aha moment, you know, because yeah. I, I'm so busy with, with so many things on a daily basis. You just learn as you go. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I can't really recall any aha moment, but I can, I can kind of look back on my life, uh, on my investment career and the, and the many deals that I've done and the many mistakes that I've made. And, you know, I guess if I could pin something down to an aha moment, it would be how stupid I was back in the day for just buying quantity instead of quality in my portfolio, right? We, we all read a blog, watch a video, listen to a podcast, and then we, we catch the buzz, right? And all of a sudden, we're an expert real estate investor. We go and borrow a shitload of money and, you know, buy a ton of properties and we don't even know why we're buying them. We're just accumulating quantity to add the quantity to our portfolio so we can go out and tell people at a barbecue, hey, mate, I'm a real estate investor. You know, that's, it's just ego talking there. So the biggest mistake that I made there, mate, was not being patient. Um, I think investors should, should really be patient um, and really know why they're getting into the game. Like, what are your end goals? What is it that you want to achieve? How much passive income do you want? How much passive income do you need? What is your time frame? How active do you want to be? How passive do you want to be? How hard are you willing to work? These are all the questions that you need to answer. So there's nothing wrong in sitting on the sidelines for three, six, nine, 12 months doing your due diligence um, you know, immersing yourself in everything, anything real estate related, having a beautiful strategy mapped out for the next three, four, five, ten years, and then slowly getting your feet wet and starting in that way. You know, there's no need to jump in, mate, because when one door closes, another door is going to open. Don't feel that you're going to miss out if you don't buy right now. Like, dude, today it's the US, tomorrow it's the Bahamas, and in three years it might be the bananas. Like, we don't know what the next big real estate or big investment is going to be. So there's always going to be an opportunity there. Just don't rush in. Take your time. Right. And stay focused too. Like, study, you know, 
pick it, pick your spots as you just eloquently stated too, like map out your strategy and then figure it around your strengths, your skill sets and your interests and stuff that you're reading and studying and really get into a particular niche and learn and a market and learn everything that there is about it so that you can identify when the, there's an opportune time to take action. 100% agreed, mate. 100, 100, 100% agreed. Like, you know, I tell people, investors, well, first of all, you know, I speak to thousands of investors, MC, and a lot of folks tell me, oh, you know, they, they research the stats, the demographics, you know, the population growth, all this mumbo jumbo online statistics. But where I think they get it really wrong is, you know, they should flip it the other way around. First of all, they should establish trust and relationships with key individuals in that particular market. Or even if you're investing in your own backyard, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Business yep. is easy. People make it difficult. So you need to have the right people on board. Once you have that right team of people that you're surrounded by, then start consuming all of the stats and the demographics. And I've got a pretty cool saying, man, and it goes like this. If you buy the best house in the best street, in the best area, with the best capital growth projections, but if your property manager is incompetent or a cheat, you're going to lose money because they're going to steal or lose your rent. So the house, the area, the potential of the, of the uh, growth potential has nothing to do with anything. If your team is not good, you're going to lose, right? So I yep. think that's, that's the most important thing is to find the right people. Once you've done that, mate, you truly have to know everything and anything about that specific market and the niche that you will be investing in. Is it going to be buy, fix, and flip? Is it going to be wholesaling? Are you going to work as a real estate agent? There's many ways to skin a cat when it comes to, when it comes to investing in real estate or being a real estate professional. Um, truly get down to the nitty-gritty, mate. And, and, I mean, you need to know what properties are listed for, what distressed properties sell for, who the biggest players are in town. I mean, everything and anything. Really zero down on the nitty-gritty. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Kings, queens, and royal families, along with the nobility and ultra-rich, have warehoused and stored their wealth for centuries in gold and silver, art, land, and real estate. These assets have stood the test of time through centuries and have been a great place to preserve and protect their wealth. Like gold, silver, land, and real estate, art has been around for centuries and will be around for many, many more centuries. That's why the ultra-rich will continue to invest in art and preserve their wealth in art. While the S&P declined 5.1% in 2018, the art market returned 10.6% and was called the best investment of 2018 by the Wall Street Journal. Masterworks is the first company to allow investors to buy shares of great blue chip art masterpieces by artists like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. You can get set up on their platform at cashflowninja.com forward slash art. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor team creates value for investors looking for higher yield returns from ATM machines and self-storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth, 
huge tax incentives. They are truly passive and managed by a world-class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Estate Investor offers, such as their ATM and stealth storage syndications, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Let's talk a little bit about the um, where what, what you're doing and the markets that you're into. So obviously, you've got several businesses. Maybe you can just share a little bit about that because you're still f- uh, flipping a lot of properties. There's some brokerages and then there's also some passive investing. W- uh, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, mate. So look, Toledo, Ohio is my bread and butter market. I mean, tertiary market. It's stayed under the radar. It's not a sexy market. No one's there, but guess what, MC? I am and I'm making millions. So I love it. There you go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining, mate. Look, you know, we started Ohio Cashflow um, with, the, with the most reputable turnkey company in the country. Um, you know, once again, truly humbled to be where we are today. So look, we find the trust properties, we buy them, we fix them. We get them tenanted through our in-house property management company, and then we sell them to investors. Uh, we've got investors from East Coast, West Coast, UK, Canada, Australia, um, Asia. Um, I've got an investor in Madagascar. Out of all of the places, don't ask. Don't that's ask. amazing. Don't ask out. So, you know, that's kind of my bread and butter business, mate. Put me on the map as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. Um, and, and, you know, once again, truly humble to, to be um, a part of a higher cash flow. Then property management in-house is just a... Uh, company that complements all of our turnkey sales. I mean, I don't believe that a turnkey company can be successful without having an in-house property manager because property management companies are known to nickel and dime investors to death and they're known to, you know, charge these uh, ridiculous fees to survive. It's, it's a hard yeah. business, man. It's, it's a crappy business. So you have yeah. to charge the fees to survive. So we don't because we make money when we sell. We don't really make money when we property manage. So property management is there just to complement um, all of our turnkey sales. And then, of course, we've got a brokerage. So we kind of want to keep a, a potential investor or customer in the entire loop of the, of the real estate cycle where they can buy through a higher cash flow of realty property managers. And if they ever want to sell, you can sell the property through our brokerage. So it's just, a, it's just kind of a, a perfectly structured loop, I guess. Um, what else, mate? You know, Toledo has been very good to us, so we wanted to give back to the community. So we set up a nonprofit I made the stupid mistake of saying on live television that we're going to give 100 houses away <laughs> in the next 10 years. So I don't know how we're going to do that, mate, but it's year three now. We've given four away, so I've got 96 to go. I think the last year I'm just going to have to do every house, not for profit, and give them all away. What else, dude? Um, you know, I, I bought a condo in Japan. I own real estate in the Bahamas, looking to buy something in Italy, own, own a condo in Croatia. So I've, I've kind of... Uh, that's stupid what I've done, but you know, I guess it was, it was a, a, an ego thing where I'm like, okay, I've got a little bit of money now. My dream was to own real estate all over the world. So I went on a splurge and just bought all of these properties. I'm kind of selling them all off now, mate, um, to be honest with you, because I really want to go down the minimalist path. I've just got too many things going on and you can't catch it all and you can't keep your finger on the pulse on, on everything. And then, of course, the, the kind of the most proudest thing at the moment for me, mate, is, is, is the book that I just finished. It's kind of my life's work. It's called The Raw Truth to Success in Real Estate. Um, I can tell you right now, mate, it's going to be the most controversial real estate book ever written. Um, it's very motivational, very inspirational. It's very rude and it's very raw. 
Um, just got a few publishers looking at it now, hoping to get a gig with them. But even if I don't, I'll probably self-publish. So um, I'm really proud of it, mate. It's my life's work. And um, yeah, I can't wait for it to, to get in the hands of, of people. So that's, awesome. that's me, mate. Awesome. <laughs> and I, I, like, I like it too, uh, the, the raw truth, because I think somet- sometimes so too, things are presented to rainbow and unicornish, right? And then when folks do get into like, get into real estate and they have a tenant that doesn't pay, just using our previous example, or they trash their property, by the way, all of that stuff has happened several times to me. Um, that kind of stuff happens. Then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you know, it, it, so listen, let's get, give us, give the cash flow ninja, uh, ninja listeners a couple of raw truths. If you don't mind, um, of some of the stuff that you cover. In the book. <laughs> oh, the raw truths, mate. Oh, I'm going to try and not use the F bomb because there's a lot of F bombs in there. Um, why appraisers and why appraisers and building inspectors are bullshit artists. Um, that's one of the chapters. Why you shouldn't F with Uncle Sam, um, as in pay your bloody taxes. Yep. Um, how to negotiate like a pimp. How to flip like a porn star. Why the American dream is dead. Um, stop being a lazy asshole. Um, cash flow, cash is king, cash flow is queen, leverage is for peasants. Um, and the list goes on, mate. It, it, look, the book is a big kick up the ass, I can tell you that, MC. And, and once again, mate, you can see the smile on my face. I'm very excited to get this in the hands of people. I know it's not going to be liked by everyone, but that's kind of my character. Anyway, you either love me or you hate me. Um, I don't really care. Just buy the book and read it. <laughs> you no, can tell me later if you like it or not. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, stuff in there. So let's talk about the American dream quick because we've got listeners all over the world and obviously a very large listener base in the US. What, uh, what do you see with regards to that? Why would you say that? Because, MC, because society has brainwashed people to, to believe in this American dream, which in my opinion is shit. Like, let me, let me give you a rundown, okay? Go to college, get a degree, get yep. a job, find a partner get married, buy a house, have kids, need to buy a bigger house, need to get a better job, have another kid, crap, I'm working like two jobs now, right? Kids Mm -hmm. are old enough, need to send them to college, need to downsize so I can afford college, live with my partner in a townhouse or an apartment, hopefully have enough money in a 401k to buy a shitty red convertible Corvette if I live to see the age of 60. That's the American dream, my friend. I don't believe in it. That's why I bought real estate in the Bahamas, in Japan. I still rent right now. I believe that money makes money. Invest in cash flowing assets. Live off the cash flow. Don't live in a five bed, three bath, 2,000 square foot mansion just because it's in a good school district. It's the 21st century, dude. Be flexible. Be mobile. Move around. Go where the opportunity takes you. So that's why the American dream is dead. I want people to believe in their dream. Whatever your dream is, mate, even if it's bloody painting without making any money, then be a bloody artist. I have realized, mate, I've made millions. I've also lost millions. I've been around the block. I've realized that happiness is the most important thing. Do whatever makes you happy. If it's real estate investing, great. If it's not, well, then don't invest in real estate. Whatever it is that makes you happy, be happy and believe in your dream, not what society brainwashes you to believe. So there you go. In a nutshell. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, one of the, the things that come to mind is James, James Altucher talks about the choose yourself economy, right? Our things have completely changed because what you just described, you know, I always st- said too that that, Amer- that American dream was stolen by the banks. 
because everything you just listed there basically benefits the banks. All of it. it does. <laughs> Whether and it's four hundred one ks, home ownership, you know, uh, five twenty nine savings, all that stuff. It the the bank profits from that because there's a creditor and a debitor statement, yeah. as you know, as a business owner, and it looks very very good on the bank statement. All of those things you just listed. Yeah, mate. I mean, for sure. That's that's the way it's structured. And Uncle Sam too is happy. Uncle Sam very, wants you working, right? So very, very I happy. mean, yeah, mate. Look, I just, I just, I, you know, there's there's so much opportunity worldwide, dude. Like I've I've traveled the world. I've lived in Hong Kong. I'm Australian. My parents are from Croatia. I'm in Italy at the moment right now. And you know, there are there are tax havens where you can you can set up a business and and work from there, so you don't pay any tax. I mean, look, I don't, I don't even want to get into it. Look, I, I'm, I don't mind paying taxes. Don't get me wrong. Like, I always said, God bless America. It's the best country in the world. The more taxes I pay, it means the more money I'm making, right? So I, I right. don't mind that. But the, the, the thing for me is people just getting brainwashed into, into being sheep, right? And, and they follow each other. Um, and, um, you know, what happens to the herd MC, they get slaughtered, like be the black sheep, be different. Don't listen to your mommy and daddy, your brother, your sister, your friends that are barbecue, let them have kids, let them buy houses in good school districts. If, if you and your wife and kids have a dream of going to live in Europe, go live in Europe. My little one is, is doing some online classes right now. Dude, I quit school at the age of 14. School yeah. has nothing to do with your success in life. Are you kidding me? Life yeah. is the big life is going to teach you things that school never does like people wake up like Harvard degree attorneys make peanuts MC I've done the research on it like you have to wait for 10 years to make like a quarter of a million dollars you're shitting me dude like that's a good couple of months for us I'm not trying to be I'm just saying like entrepreneurship business like that's where it's at guys that is where it's at like change the way you think yep yeah, absolutely. And to your, to your point too, the whole school system was designed for a an age that doesn't exist anymore, right? It was it we're still our schools are based to serve the industrial age, to pump out great workers and good soldiers. You know, for, through the Prussian model. So schools today, I even look at it cuz pe- people talk about you know, obviously school loans for colleges is, is, is in the news and talk about all of this. If you think about it, if somebody enrolls to go to college th- this year, right? So what are we in now? 2019. And let's just say they graduate in 2023 and they, they get into the workforce in, in 2024. 2024, I mean, th- they're going to graduate into a world that doesn't exist today. So they're going to spend about four years of their life learning things and possibly skill sets. Of course, you know, unless they're a doctor, you know, you still need account. Like there's certain things that you could still make the argument for, but for the majority of the folks, they're going to graduate into a world that didn't exist when they enter college, that they will find that some of the skill sets that they learn or whatever they learn could be like maybe completely obsolete, right? Dude, that's a great point. I never really thought of it that way. But, you know, something that I always say is if you don't check your phone for two hours, you feel like that you've missed out on the next big thing. Like the move, the, the world is moving at such a quick pace with all of this, you know, augmented reality, virtual reality. Like look at the blockchain crap that's going on. Like it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Elon Musk is bloody flying us to Mars. Like what the hell is going on there? You can walk into a shop now and not even grab a trolley, just put it in your bag and walk out like Amazon's, you know, filming everything you're doing and I don't know what they, I don't even know how it works, but 
So, no, mate, that's a, that's a really good point, dude. It's like something that I tell um, Dom about our little one. I'm, I'm like, just teach her how to bloody type on the laptop. That's all she's going to need to know. Because I'm like chop suey, mate. This is me. I look like a chef working at a Chinese restaurant when I'm typing on the laptop. And I wish I could type quickly. So I just tell Dom, you know, as long as she knows basic math, that's what you got the calculator for. For the rest, if she can read quick. That's good because I can't read for shit because it's very good to consume a lot of information, right? So the better you can read, it's, it's good for you. And then, of course, I said, just make sure she can type really well. And that's it. I'm sure she'll, she'll make it. Look, if you've got the will and drive, MC, everything's possible, man. You can, you can make it in whatever, whatever you dream on, mate. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's um, talk about what you're studying and learning because one of the things that I've learned from uh, just very successful people and wealthy folks is that they are constantly learning. They're constantly studying. You've got a whole bunch of stuff going on so that you stay on top of what are you currently studying and learning? Mate, huge, huge, huge into philosophy at the moment. Huge. Okay. Um, uh, everything and anything stoicism. Like I'm gobbling that shit up every single day. Dude. Like Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, Epictetus, um, Musonius, Rufus, I think that's what his name is, Cato, Zeno. I mean, these are all the, the, the greats of, of, you know, 2,000 years ago, um, Greek philosophers, Marcus Aurelius, Roman Empire, Epictetus, former slave. Um, just, just stoicism, mate. You know, in a nutshell, it's just about being a good human being. It's about mastering yourself. It's about being self, self-aware. It's about making decisions um, based off of higher model standards. And once again, just about being a good human being. So um, I, I, I love it. Uh, I've got a big passion uh, for it right now. It's, it's making me a better person. Um, another thing that I'm, that I'm really big on, and I guess that's why I'm kind of in Italy right now, I'm, I'm chasing a, a former, former passion of mine, mate. I, I'm, I'm planning on getting back into football or culture, as the, as the Italians would say, or soccer, as the Americans yeah. would say, mate, it's, it's been in my blood ever since I was five years old. So um, I've got a few things in the works here, mate. Um, I, I'd love to uh, be a part of a, of a, of a soccer team um, in, in one way or another. You know, I've got a lot of um, uh, business experience where I think my expertise could come in handy when it comes to the commercial side of running a football club because a lot of sporting teams, they're not about sport anymore, mate. They're about negotiation finance, broadcasting rights, um, sponsorships, running yep. teams. Like there's a lot of nitty gritty that goes behind the scenes that, you know, you don't see on the, on the football pitch. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much immersing myself in everything and anything um, uh, football related. And of course still, you know, uh, running the, running the businesses, but we've got a, a bunch of great people on the ground. So it just allows me the freedom to not be, you know, um, in the office 12 hours a day, um, uh, six days a week, like, like I did back in the day, mate. So. Yeah, ab- absolutely. What are some of the stuff that's working in your life and business and why do they work? Um, as in like, um, the, the, the stuff that I'm reading or just in general, just in general, the, some of the, the stuff that you're focusing on in your personal life, which makes it work. And then in your business, some of the, the things oh. that you've implemented there. Yeah, mate. Well, here's a, I guess here's an aha moment for you. That the, 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 the castle is not going to crumble when you leave, right? The That's castle right. is not going 
going to crumble when you leave. So, you know, we are caught up in the office working like crazy and, and you know, you do not want to leave. You want to keep pushing revenue. You want to keep pushing sales. You don't want to stop, but you're to your health. So I just let go. And um, by letting go, of course, I mean, I'm not tripling revenue again. I'm not, I'm not getting you know, record sales and, and record profits, but the castle hasn't crumbled. It's still functioning. It is still growing slowly and slower, but it's, it's still there. It's not in pieces. And that, that was a big aha moment for me. Um, another thing too, mate, and this is maybe a little bit more advanced for, for, for your listeners, but maybe it isn't. Get virtual assistants on board. Like, my God. Like, I mean, uh, dude, I'm the freaking livable MC. Like, I am in love. For years and years and years, I did not want to get VAs on board. I had to see my employees in person. I needed to talk to them. I needed, I needed them under the same roof. And I was a stubborn idiot, and I was against working with virtual assistants. We tried one, and I'm like, dude, this is the best thing since sliced bread. They, they're, they're efficient. They get the job done. They send you an email when they start. They send you an email when they finish. They send you an email with everything they've accomplished for the day. If they are not be, if they are not present for one day, there's a replacement that fits their spot. If they leave, someone else picks up the work and starts immediately. Like, dude, there's no turnover. It's like 30% of, of the actual cost of a normal employee. Um, it's pretty much hands-off and, and stress-free. Like they have processes and systems in place for your processes and systems. Like figure that one out for me. So like, dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm in love, mate. Like honestly, I think virtual assistants are the way to go. Um, if, if you are looking at taking some time off and getting out of the office um, while still keeping everything um, uh, functioning. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. They are a game changer for sure. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Oh, mate. Stumped me. Three principles. Well, let me think. Let me see if I can think of three principles. What would I pass on? Um, I, I think. I think the first one would be hard work, um, because nothing beats hard work, mate. You can you can have the most talent, um, but unless you're willing to work hard, you can forget about it. And, and I'm living proof in that. So um, nothing beats hard work. That would be the first one. Uh, the second one, mate, would be giving back. Uh, no matter how small it is, the more you give, the more you will get. I'll never forget hearing that saying. As soon as we started giving houses away, which was a big hit, I guess you could think of it as a big hit, things just started to happen for us miraculously and I started making more money than I ever have. So I'm like, damn, now I want to give more of it. I want to give even more of it, more, more of it away. So the more I get, I'm, like, I'm just giving even more of it away. And it's, like, it's just a cycle. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the last, and the last but not least, mate, would be if you make decisions with pure intentions and the and the pure heart, no harm will come your way. That is a promise. So as long as your decisions are pure, you will never ever ever lose. And even if you think you've lost, you haven't lost. In the in the long run, you will not lose. 
And if, and if losing means just being able to sleep in peace at night and being happy once again, you don't have to be rich to be happy. Well, then that's the most important thing. I know a lot of rich people MC, but they are miserable. They can't stand the look of themselves in the mirror. So what's the point to all that money, my friend? So I guess those would be my top three. Yep, absolutely. And thank you for sharing them. Where can folks learn more about you? Where can they learn more about Ohio Cashflow? And where can they follow you and stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? And, and definitely let us know about your book where folks can get a, grab a copy of your book. Google, mate. Google's your best friend. Just Google Angelo Ramora or Ohio Cashflow. You will find me. I am happy to help. And um, if nothing else, at least point in the right direction. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, mate. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.